Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 116. In this episode, we'll be passing you priority. We'll also be talking about our hidden gem, sort of, and wrapping it all up with another listener-submitted Bruin Buddies. So let's kick it off by passing you priority. All right, guys, we are here with... Dr. J, can I actually like officially say that, you know, you got JD and then now you got your, all all the letters now, is that official or do we still have to wait for that? I mean, I have to go through like a whole swearing in ceremony next month, like at the beginning of next month, but so I pretty so, much, I so, pretty much made it. So, 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 cause, cause what, what's the full thing now? It's Esquire, right? Esquire. So, so yeah. but, but we can append right now pending, right? In, in, yeah. In, <laughs> Absolutely. So, but I just wanted to say congrats on passing the bar. You know, that's I was I was so jazzed when I got that email last Friday. So and, it was and awesome. I don't even know if anybody listening at home cares, but there's got to be somebody out there that was like, I wonder how well he did. So now we know you're Doctor J, Pe- Esquire, pending in italics. Yeah, for- I did well enough. <laughs> I can pretty much practice in any state. You know, so yep, pretty good. Yeah. So. um it's time for us to do a passing priority. We're not doing a rule segment because there hasn't been any rules. Um, turns out Australia doesn't hate you. Why would they? <laughs> Seriously, why would they hate me? Um, but we got tons of feedback from everybody down 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 south in Australia. So I want to give everybody down a shout under out. down under down yeah. under. Um, I wanted to give everybody kind of a shout out and kind of read some of the you know some of the comments that we got. So the first one was from Bob Bruno, and he's I head up Dice Master in Perth in Western Australia, um, and placed in second in the Australian Nationals. And if I remember right, I think Perth is the one that's like their time zones is like a half hour, so it's like negative whatever hours and thirty minutes too. Is which, Perth like which a is, place in Australia? Yeah, it's in it's oh, in okay. Western Australia. But I remember it because, like, I, I, I've talked to people down there, and, like, for some reason, they're, like, half an hour off from everybody else's time zone. Half an hour? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I just, I don't know how that works, but I, I think that's where in Perth is where, where that happens. They're really concerned about being more accurate than the rest <laughs> of the world there, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I re- really enjoyed listening to your latest podcast and thought you'd drop you an email in regards to your coverage of our nationals. Um, and if you guys haven't heard that, make sure you check our episode 115 where we talked about it because... We really kind of liked the variety of teams that we saw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was a really good discussion. Yeah. You pretty much nailed how James Stain's cap team worked, and I can confirm it's lethal. It hits hard and doesn't have any easy counters. It's heavily global dependent, which uses his Batiri battle stacks to to fuel, and the kid rolls more double fists than anyone I've ever seen. So it's like Zach. (laughs) he's, he's, He's like the Zach. Oh, um, down in Australia. I hate playing against people like that. It's <laughs> the worst. The reason why he needed Uncommon's Wrecker's Force Block is twofold. So he can activate Kona Cold for mega damage, and so he can blink back his cap to repeat the process his following turn. Um, and then, so before I read the rest of the bobs, I believe Daniel Souza, if I'm saying Daniel's last name. Um, guys, it's Daniel from Australia Dice Mania's YouTube channel. How, how's it going? Just to clarify, the cap, the champ had has used Captain America and three globals to win. Wrecker, Kona Cold, and Kate Bishop globals, so we kind of mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Captain America attacks an opponent must block using global, Wrecker global, so he gets plus two by Kona Cold multiple times, and he's sent back to the field by Kate Bishop. Two attacks is normally enough to win the match, so that makes sense if he's rolling fists like crazy because yeah, Kona sure. Cold stacks pretty quick <laughs> Yeah, if you guys think about that. Um, and then so back to Bob. Eduardo placed third, um, and Brian sixth place. Both brought cards specifically to counter James's team, Rare Wrecker and Wonder Woman Ambassador of Peace, respectively, and they still lost to him. I'm so glad this team did well. I, you know how much <laughs> I love that card. When you freaking love that card. Yeah. I know this actually sounds a lot like Russ's Spider-Man team that he was working on with all the fists, where you attack with Spider-Man and then. You use all the, he used all the fists for like the lantern ring, and then he used all the fists for. Uh, he would decide either use it for Spider Man first, 
and then no, lantern no. ring. He or, could use yeah. it. He could use it for both. The yeah. way that it worked, you would trigger the stupid lantern ring, and then he could spend it for the Spider Man, which like half the life. And so it's just like making your energy go really far, and yeah. that's what this team sounds like. You know, you get all those fists, and you just make them do all the work. Yeah. Um. And this is interesting. So, um, fun story for our nationals. We each played each, um each round best two out of three, and only. Um, the only round James lost was to Scott in fifth place. Um, what you don't know is that we fo- were forced to penalize James with an automatic first game loss against Scott because he returned from a 30-minute lunch break 45 minutes late. Apparently, he jumped into the storage owner's car to get l- lunch, not knowing where they're going. Had it not been for that, James may have well beaten Scott, too. Um, if there's anything else you'd like to know or any other details I can shed light on, let me know. Thank you very much, Bob. So he was so confident in his team, he's just like, I'm going to take an extra long lunch and give the other guy <laughs> round one. Yeah, or 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 I can tell James, so you, you know my hint on what to do things with this? Go to lunch with the judge, and yeah. you never can be late. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> right. that's, that's usually how I plan it, so that way... Hey, if the judge is late, I'm with the judge. What can I do, right? That gives me actually a little bit of PTSD thinking about it because when we were at Nationals two years ago and I made the top eight cut, I think it was, or whatever Uh the cut was that I made, my opponent did not return from lunch until like the second that we were starting and the whole time I was like, he's not showing up. He's not showing up. I'm just going to get this. I'm just going to win this by default. I'm so excited. And then he showed up and he had a lantern ring and he smashed my face. Uh, he, wow, had, he, he had a mask ring la- team that just smashed my face. And did I was you just really get PTSD when you see mask rings? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, sometimes you'll just roll double masks on your die and you're yeah. like, ah. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the worst teams to ever be created in the game of Dice Masters. <sighs> I love that team. Uh, <laughs> so Scott Murray sent in, uh, glad my boom boom got mentioned. Yeah, I only won one game, but I beat James. So this was a Scott. <laughs> <laughs> my excuse for not doing better, and this is my excuse I use all the time because you've seen like how busy my schedule is. He rolled is. bad? No. Oh, he, he didn't have enough time like, to Lack test. of practice and getting out of the hospitals two days before the tournament. So, Scott, first of all, I hope you're doing okay getting out of the hospital, but right on you for like getting out of – you know, who knows? He could have been on his deathbed. And he's like, screw it. I'm going to go play Dice Masters. <laughs> he could have, yeah. He also could have just had like a prostate exam gone wrong. <laughs> we don't know. Um, but yeah, and, and now everybody can be mean to James for being mean to Scott because he just got out of the hospital, right? I mean, yeah, way to pick on the guy who just got, you know, who's hospitalized right before the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just a bunch of jerks down there. <laughs> Now they're going to hate you. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I ain't a scurred. Yeah, so speaking of people who don't hate you, and this, um, this guy, I, I'm glad he wrote in. So Glenn, Glenn Bodor wrote in. So again, uh, He made my sweet Killer got, Frost yeah, play If you mat. guys haven't seen sweet, sweet Dice Masters mats, make sure you go check out his because he makes some of the coolest mats out yeah, there. Yeah, he does. Um, and so he wrote in, Hi, guys. Love the latest podcast. And oh, I, this feels dirty that I have to read these words. And Dr. J is right. <laughs> Good thing you mentioned, wow, that felt weird to, uh, weird to say. I know, um, it felt right. No, it, it didn't. Felt, it no, just feels, it just no. feels right. It feels no, like, good. Like, I feel like Russ is going to catch on fire because I said it and he's right next just to like, me. Dr. J <laughs> is right. Oh, no, no, that just, oh, I'm like, not going to sleep tonight. It's like, now. it's like biting into a Twinkie and just having that whole like... <laughs> That no. whole thing that no. f- fills your body with it's, goodness it's, it's and It's like taking a bite out of something that's gluten-free and realizing it's gluten-free. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that's nonsense. Um, but so uh, he was writing, we, um, we really don't take things personally down under, and we are well aware of how the world sees us. Uh, um, and then he goes, Straya, he's welcome anytime. <laughs> Straya. 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 Um, he, had a, he had another good point, too. Why didn't I think of a boomerang team for Nats? I know, right? <laughs> if you're going to be representing the Australian Nats, man, why not take a boomerang team? <laughs> James winning the team, uh, James winning team was fast. It out, um, it out, outspiced? Nope. Outpaced. I think that's supposed to be outpaced. My collector team. Um, Probably it, outspiced it, too. 
um, if he if he had good rolls, if he didn't use force block, I would have let Captain America through every single time. And then quick answer to Russ. Yes, definitely. I've pre-ordered display and Matt ideas are brewing. I just wanted to play it a few times before I get started on anything. Um, so I, I'll speak to Russ. So, Glenn, if, if you do, um, pretty much just put Russ at the front of the list and so yeah. I, I got a question <laughs> thinking about this. I'm sure there's an explanation, but what was stopping people from blinking back Captain America with Kate Bishop? Um, we would use the Wrecker, so he wouldn't attack unless he had he had already used the Wrecker Global, which forces you to block. Which forces you yeah. to block. Yeah. But why wouldn't you blink it back before damage is resolved? Can you not do that? No. Well, that doesn't matter because... Damage or no damage, he's already been blocked, so he's going to do. He, Captain America's going to. Do oh yeah, that's yeah. his crazy ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. You, he's like Two Face, kind of right. Yeah, except better. Cause, except better because my Two Face, I would always roll it on the two two side and never ever saw another side of it. Man, ever. That's nasty. Um, so those were all the guys from Down Under. So like I said, big thanks to all the Australian guys for writing in. We we love hearing from you guys, and you know if if I had a private jet or travel funds at all i'd totally go visit and play play with you guys down there because you guys sound like an awesome bunch <laughs> um, yeah they sound great not super sensitive or anything so <laughs> love it until this week i'm you're gonna get all these death threats and i'm like well australia wrote back but i can't read any of them on the air because they're not age appropriate <laughs> well yeah <laughs> also because they're just a bunch of stupid aussie drongos and they probably can't you know, write a well-worded <laughs> oh, letter jeez oh jeez I'm gonna try uh, to make them try to make them write hate the, letters to me. Next thing you know, you're gonna see this wild throng of Australians just flying to Utah, ready to like with, you know, what's the Australian equivalent of uh, pitchforks and torches? Uh, man, I don't know. I need to watch friggin' Crocodile Dundee again and figure that out. Um, all right, so we also have another letter um, from you know, I I think one of our our loyal listeners that we always get letters from, so I enjoy. So Troy Miller wrote in. Ah, loves Troy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was talking about, you know, Troy, I'm not reading your whole email, but I picked out some of this stuff. You might hear some of that other stuff creep into some of our other segments later on in the shows. Um, but he was, he was mentioning, um, that, um, let's see, he was suggesting a segment, uh, would it be possible to do a segment on the next online tournament a week or two before it starts? There's currently 20-plus in a multi-week Golden Age two-team takedown, or maybe just cover weekly and monthly online tournaments like the weekly Dice Arena and DM Norse Team of the Month. So um, we actually did have um, Chris and Rob on our show to talk about their their last two-team takedown. Um, and, yeah, I th- you know, if, if I remember, and this, this is mostly on me because I tend to forget sometimes, <laughs> to mention that there are online tournaments. So if you guys are curious in what to do or, or how these online tournaments work out, um, we'll, we'll try our best to kind of advertise them. And we also have had previous episodes where we tell you all the stuff you need to play online pretty much if you have a phone and the internet, con- internet connection. You're pretty yeah, much good to go. Yeah, a webcam yeah. Um, so, but I did want to kind of mention some of the tournaments that are kind of on, quote unquote ongoing. So you do have weekly Dice Arena, um, and I forgot who actually does those. Um, I looked it up, but he'll mention it's kind of like almost like a online version of our weekly events where he'll put out a theme. I think the last one was uh, alphabet th- theme. So every card had to start with a different letter of the alphabet. So like do our fun like what we talk about on our fun format segment yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So and then they'll you know they'll have online matches and stuff and he's he, I remember him writing even if you don't have a team and stuff go hang out on his live Twitch channel and they'll be playing games and stuff like that so you can see and talk to other Dice Master fans out there. Yeah. Um, of course, the two team takedown um, those are those are always fun because they have two different teams and you kind of have to decide and usually I think it's about a month long or a couple weeks long for the tournaments where you play different opponents and kind of swap things out. And I know those guys are always working on different formats that they will put on. Um, and then of course, like, yeah, check out, you know, DM North, they always do their things. And I'm trying to think of everybody else who kind of does online stuff. So DM Armada, he always sometimes has a team to play around with. Zach and James, um, they do little head to head things yeah. every week or whatever. Yeah. And I can't remember Zach or James that has the cool accent too. So I think it's, James, 
Yeah. So one that sounds like Bruce from Finding Nemo. <laughs> so yeah, if you get you know, they all, they have a one up on us all the time, right? Just like the Ministry of Dice guys, just because they have an accent, they sound ten times smarter than us, right? Why didn't the Australian <laughs> guys start an accent? We nobody would listen <laughs> yeah, to us no, anymore after like, that. It's like these guys. What are these guys? Huh? We don't want to listen to some <laughs> boring American accents. Um, but yeah, so um, big shout out to all those guys. And yeah, if you know, the best way to make sure it gets on the show is to just keep barraging me with reminders, and eventually I'll remember to mention it on the show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm not gonna lie; it's 100 percent my fault. I am very bad at remembering to promote these, but we will try to do it as much as we can. We'll also try to share it as much as we can on our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash double burst and of course the best way to remind me is either to message the facebook page if you message my personal page i tend to forget those but if you message the double burst ones i usually don't or send us an email double burst at ktdata.net um dr j thanks for kind of just reading some of these emails and responding to them and it's always fun to get emails from people who listen to the show and people who are interested in getting into dice masters i mean Things have changed a lot lately in Dice Masters, but it's great to yeah. see that, you know, there's still a good, strong online community and a lot of people who still really like yeah, the game. And, and I'm not going to lie, part of the fun of doing this show is being able to hear your guys' feedback and have conversations. No, it's one of my favorite parts. So. This Passing Priority segment is so fun because we don't have to come up with content for it. We just... <laughs> Read your emails and we and just just apparently bag on you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. If you want Dr. J to insult you, send us an email now. KTdata.net. All right, guys. I'm giving you guys a fair game. If you want to make fun of Dr. J on this segment, feel free to. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> go. There's ahead. nothing they could make fun of me yeah, about. Sure. I'm perfect. Sure. Wait until the t-shirts come out. All right, Dr. J. We will have you on a little bit later on in the show where we'll be brewing a team that a new player and a listener of the show send in to us. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King. How are you doing tonight, my friend? Good, how are you? Um, I'm doing great. By the way, thanks you, thank you for being on the latest episode of the KitCast and hanging around after to kind of just chew the fat. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so if you guys want to see Russ not talking about Dice Masters, I know it's weird, right? You, you, like all you guys at home, you'd be surprised how often I had to stop myself from saying double burst on the KitCast. Um, but if you want to hear us talk about k- crowdfunding and Kickstarter projects, um, head on over to kickcast.net um, and just check out the, that episode with Russ on it. It's, um, it was a fun time. Um, but today we are actually talking about a hidden gem that one of our listeners sent in. Um, so this one is from Chris Club. And then I know all you guys at home, when you read this email, you'll be like, wait a minute, that's not how the card works. So just um, bear with us and we'll kind of explain. So um, Chris wrote in, hey, everybody. Uh, or, hey, everyone, I was going through my collection to see what cards I'm missing and came across the card I hadn't realized the full potential of. This card, of course, is the rare Samantha Wilson from the Mighty Thor set. Her ability allows you to change an energy face in your reserve pool to any other face whenever you feel a sidekick. This doesn't sound great until you consider the possibilities. So, um, Chris, first of all, the actual text of it says, while Samantha Wilson is active... When you feel the sidekick die, you may spin a die in your reserve pool on an energy face to another energy face, if able. Um, so you won't be able to change it to the burst sides. But what you could do is change it from your single energy to your double energy side. Um, and then he gave us these scenarios. So scenario one, your opponent has Scarlet Witch. Be careful what you wish for. That's the one that makes you re-roll your action dice, right? Um, and you roll an action on an energy face, and you cannot re-roll that die. If you have a Samantha Wilson in the field, a way to field a sidekick looking at you, Professor X, you can immediately turn that action die into any face, including the burst faces. So that doesn't quite work for this one, right, Russ? Because all the energy faces are two, so you wouldn't be able to spin it to another two or to the burst face, right? Right. Um, so what we kind of wanted to do is kind of talk about different al- alternatives. What? Like I'll, I'll go back to his email. Uh, so like, I still think you can make this one work, though, even without alternatives. But well, well, how how would you that. do that? Because you only can change it to another two energy face, right? So, so you would use things that you want dual energy for. So, go ahead and and talk about uh, like replacements, and then we'll get back. Yeah, to, I mean, so my ideas for this one. So yeah, if you're like I, I was thinking, if you're really looking to get that burst faced or or the action face, 
you can always use Renit Tilly, where she I think you got to call it out first, right? Is how it works. Um, let's see, what was it? Uh, while Renit Tilly is active at the end of your roll and reroll step, you may spin any action die in your reserve pool to a non-energy face um, on a non-energy face to any other face. So that's not the one I'm thinking of. No, um, that's the one. It's not as good because it has to be. Or an, you have or, to roll it. Yeah, so, so it, it's but, almost like but, the opposite of Samantha Wilson. Right. For that one, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, her her other one may work. Is you may re-roll one die an extra time during your roll and re-roll step, but that's not a guaranteed to get it on the burst face, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I I can't think of any cards that will get you to that burst face guaranteed. Right? Or am I missing? Uh. No, they all have limitations, which is it's probably it's a good right. thing, yeah. You know, um, I th- I think there 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 are cards to get get around using the action die. Period. Just like you know, with um, morph where you just attack and it goes um, working on that. So, but um, so so what were you ta- kind of talking about where you could get around this with okay. Samantha Wilson? So. It's kind of a thematic team, except for one card that is going to kind of trigger a lot of it. It's not Scarecrow, is so, it? No. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Just making sure. No, so basically in this, we're looking for something that is going to benefit for going double energy. Mm-hmm. So um, I got to keep keep my notes straight here. Um, you're going to unfortunately want the ring so which ring the rare uh, ring uh lantern ring lantern yeah. ring so what a layer if i can talk rare lantern ring from world light uh, you know jared's least yeah. favorite card ever <laughs> yeah did you which, just flip me off jared no uh, yeah jared totally just flipped me off guys which okay <laughs> How so rude, you right? want to I got. I'm trying to figure out how to how to spew all this out because I got a bunch of back and forth and, and notes. I'm going on my phone. You want you want to be able to switch a sidekick. Um, so do do you want an energy fixer or, or? So actually, what I'm thinking of, if we can go back in time, <laughs> this is actually kind of nasty. Um, before I get to the nasty part, though, so I think what you want on here is rescue from from uh, Civil War. Nope, or from the, the other one, the starter. Uh, I don't know if it, no, it's a team pack. Uh, uh, Iron Man War Machine. Right? Iron Man yeah. War Machine. Okay, so this is a a bolt character, rescue, resilient, suit up, Pepper Potts or rescue, so she can suit up Pepper Potts or rescue. The benefit here is at the end of your roll reroll step, your opponent loses one life for each rescue die that is rolled in the energy face. Really doesn't do much, but it's another benefit to rolling an energy face, right? We want well, to roll. That's only on the re- that's only rescue, right? Right. Yeah. And and just to be clear, you couldn't turn it and then do damage. I don't because it's at the end of the reroll step. Mm-hmm. So so what she does is basically gives you a benefit for rolling the energy which you want to roll. So I'm I'm just being clear there. If I have her in the field, I roll those dice, I can switch them to the double, but when I benefit from her rolling on her single side, I also get to do one damage. If that makes sense. So I'm not talking about spinning her in any other way to get the damage from her ability, but it's taking advantage of wanting mm-hmm. to not roll yeah. her as a character. Yeah. Um, and then the pepper pots that I would go with that because we want pepper pots because she can suit up so she can replace pepper pots. Um, and so the, the one I would go with here is old school. So we're kind of, okay. I'm, I'm glad school. you, I'm glad you didn't mention Virginia cause that card does not work at all. What is she, what it's, is that it's one? It's the do? one where you draw an extra die at the beginning of your clear. Oh yeah, set, you I know? don't like that the, one. The I know one a lot that of I've never do, been but... able to work because I could have ten sidekicks in my bag and one character, and somehow I managed to pull the character out. Yeah, I know a lot of people <laughs> like that one, but I don't. So I'm gonna go old school here. 
and use. I can't. Find is it the rare right or is it's it the rare? It's when she's so, KO'd. Yeah, Stark International. Of course, you're doing the KO one. So she's a two cost bolt. Pepper Potts can attack. When Pepper Potts is KO'd, search your bag for an Iron Man die and build it at level one. Now, just to be clear, when you suit up, you don't KO your character, right? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I just want to make sure because I know people might ask. Because you know how often I use suit up, right? Right. <laughs> um, suit up. When you purchase a character die with a suit up keyword, you may ca- you may KO a character you control who na- whose name matches the one listed in the ability. If you do, you immediately feel the purchase die at level two. So you two. do KO it. Yeah. For example, if you purchase a die with suit up Iron Man, you may immediately KO an Iron Man character to immediately feel the purchase character okay, die. Okay. So that that's even better then. So you got Pepper Potts. You're gonna KO Pepper Potts. You're gonna. She's a two cost. You buy rescue. You bring in Pepper Potts. Or Pepper Potts is in the field. You bring in rescue. You know, and, and you bring in. And I'm Man. also trying to stay a little thematic here. Yeah, right? which, got, which, which Iron Man would you pick? Uh, I'm just going real simple. I think it's the common. I was just double checking. Is it I the, mean, it's Tin Head. Tin Head, yeah. Plus one for each opposing villain. Pay. Bolt, active character becomes a villain until end of turn. So I think you guys mentioned it in the previous segment. We're multi-using our energy here, right? So um, let's just use these characters to work with Samantha. You know, maybe we're adding Professor X to give the bolts. Um, But we've got those three bolt characters and didn't Tony and, oh, Stark make her suit? Oh, so here, here, here's what I want to do. So we've got those three Bolt characters and two cool for words and the ring. Mm-hmm. So you have an option for two characters that aren't part of this current team we're building that, that everybody can fill in. I get Samantha out there, and I get the ring out there. I can turn... Everything into, let's see, sidekicks wouldn't work. So maybe you wouldn't need too cool for words. But with rescue, any of those dice I I roll is Dylan one. So I want four rescue so I can sit mm-hmm. there and manipulate and play with that. As you would play, you would have your. And then you probably, would you want an energy fixer? Yeah, Just- you'd want a bolt energy fixer. Um unfortunate side or too cool for words either way um, because you want those bolts too cool for words allows you to do it to more you don't want those chewingas for extra bolts oh jeez no <laughs> um, but the idea is right that you take those single bolts from rescue switch them into double bolts you have enter- double bolts on so you already do the one damage if they were on the single right. bolt, right? Yeah, you do the so one damage. So you do the one damage for anything that you roll on her um, on rescue. Then you're going to switch them to double and any other characters. So you're looking at one or two cost bolt characters. Uh-huh. Um, I'd hate to say it, but a Shriek on there might not be too bad. A Shriek would probably be really good. You know, slow down your team. I mean, if you're looking already, competitive, yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're, for sure. If you, yeah, if you're looking for a bolt already, yep. that's, you know. Yep. So, and and don't forget Tinhead's global, right? So probably uh, there's a there's a bolt. There's another bolt global that I'm, I'm blanking on. Oh, right is now. it the plus one attack? Yeah. In fact, if you really want to have some fun, I would probably throw rare, um, the rare Quasar. Quasar. Yeah. Let's say you do anything. So then add whatever you want (laughs) because we're using the ring for damage. And I love to do this is we're going to use the ring. We're going to attack and then anything that I can use the bolts for. So if I have Quasar, any globals on the table, I can use those double for. Yeah, because you can and use I can have the bolt as a question mark. Right. Or if Quasar is on the field, you can just use whatever. Right. Yeah. Anything. So 
you have all these globals that you can then use. You're double using the energy. So whether it's turning, you know, everything in their field to villains to make your Iron Man, mm-hmm. you know, just beef them up and over crush them, them or whatever. Yeah. So basically, that's how I would use this. I would manipulate and benefit from rolling anything that benefits me from rolling an energy any character like that uh there's some fun ones i didn't go through all all of them but i would definitely look at characters that benefit when i don't get to field them um actually i is name arita no not name arita the one that lets you roll extra she gamora not gamora it's a crystal gamora's sister uh nebula nebula yeah, I I don't think she's a bolt. Let's see. Uh, but that would help you churn. When you draw this die from your bag during the clear and draw step, you may send two other die from drawn yeah. from your turn to your use pile if you do draw two extra die. Yeah, and the other thing I would use on That's this the is the cube. Uh, the common cube? The churning one. Yeah. During, during your clear and draw yeah. step, you may draw this die from your bet. When you draw this die from bag, you may send it to the and any other dice you draw out of play. For each dice and out of play, draw a die. Yeah. So kind of just go through your bag yeah, and try and to if get I those rescues. If I don't want to do its ability, I could just roll it for those bolts. Mm-hmm. So those are the things I'd look at. Benefit from not fielding a character is what I would do with Samantha. And then, like I said, I would try to benefit from double the energy um thematically i stayed with the bolts well, they turned you, into you, bolts you kind of stayed with, with the, the iron man kind of yeah. feel to it too and then so he mentioned this other scenario um you have one side kick and a lot of energy in your reserve kind of like what you're doing right now right but you need to make a push to win the game well if you have samantha wilson out you can feel the sidekick and then change one of your sidekick dice on an energy phase into a sidekick which you can't do with a samantha wilson then feel that sidekick and continue to process until you've flooded the board with sidekicks. So I know you've built a lot of sidekick teams. Um, what's the best way kind of to actually make this work is to flood sidekicks as quickly as you can? Um, rule of thumb, no matter what's on my team, if I'm playing a sidekick team, is anytime you roll a sidekick, it's fielded. Yeah. Point blank, that's more strategy than it's than it is worried about the cards. That might mean you pass up purchasing and stuff, but... But whenever you roll it, you filled it because it's a one in eight chance, right? Yeah, yeah. So anytime so, so I roll th- it, I filled it. Yeah. So so for this one, I'd probably actually recommend the other Samantha Wilson if you wanted to do this, so you can the one when you feel the sidekick, you you draw and roll an extra die um, for that, and then I would even possibly if you're looking to feel that you're probably going to look for a big boost of unblocked characters, I would. Aim a little bit more for Malekith and then trying to buy the front line. Yeah. So well, you if, you're, if, you're, if you're running sidekicks, straight from the words of the mouth of one of the creators, is Rally was almost banned. It was broken, <laughs> right? It was way over you looked. A lot of players didn't play it, but Rally is an amazing card. You get to fill two sidekicks when you... I think when you fill the sidekick, you fill two like, sidekicks. Yeah. Th- th- like you need... Well, you didn't even need to fill the sidekick. You just played the action die. Yeah. Um, and imagine how quickly that's going to empty your bag. Right. That's... So if you're running sidekicks, use Rally. If you're a new player, might be hard to find. It's an it's a really old promo. so But people have, might have a lot of it. So, yeah. Chris, yeah. Um, so, like, like I, th- I think we do this all the time, right? We look at a card, think it's awesome, until somebody points out a specific word. Yeah, but it. you can you can make this work. I, I mean, it's, it's more. Yeah, it's not like the ones that get into our rata that for. Yeah. <laughs> in, in general, <laughs> in general, if you look at a card and you go, "Oh my gosh, this is so good," double check the yeah. wording. Or or, or have a bu- buddy read it too, because I've done it so many times. We're like, "Oh, this is awesome," yeah. and I'll show it to one of you guys. Like, how is this any good? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, so. oh dang it, never mind. And that's when you take that card and you say, "See, it is good. This is what I meant," and it still works. You don't want to say you're wrong. Only if you're Jared. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Russ, thank you. So, big, big thanks for Chris for sending this in. Um, if you guys ever have suggestions for our hidden gems or any of our segments, shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Russ, I hope that was kind of a good warm-up for brewing. 
because we have a new player who's just sent in his team and he needs a little bit of help. And it's actually in your and mine specialties because we used to make a lot of these teams. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King and Dr. J pending Esquire. How, how do you feel about that, Russ? I... Proud. <laughs> it's true. He feels proud. See, Russ was born into royalty. I was thinking he might it. say, like, concerned. <laughs> um, but so it is time for us to do another Brewing Buddies. And this one was sent in from you guys. I always love seeing these because um, anytime I build a team, everybody else looks at me and say, you're dumb, KT. So... Yeah, yeah, like that that's dude, why, that Ultraman team was just, I don't even know what you were thinking. <laughs> like, seriously, one of the worst cards Worst, worst ever teams created. I've ever put together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The strongest team that never saw the light. Of <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Everybody countered so it so sad. hard. The team so that, that scared its way out of competitive. <laughs> um, but so th this one was from uh, Blake Dibel, Um And so he sent in this. And I always love hearing from new players because it's, it's great. Um, so he, he sent in Brewing Buddy submission. I'm working on trying to brew my first team on my own. So that's cool. Cause I always, it's awesome. I, I, I remember that first time I put a team together and it like clicked. I was like, yeah. Um, just got into the game and super excited to learn. I don't really know strategy super well. Well, between you two strategies, you guys know strategy. Um, I know Russ's strategy, and Russ knows my strategy, but that's about as far as we go. And then I sit there and laugh at you that's guys. So you many of spend four-hour games. <laughs> you know, one of these days I got to pull out some popcorn, too, while I'm watching you guys. I know what you're going to yeah. do. Just do it so I can do <laughs> yeah. this. Stand, yeah. stand still. I don't yep. think this is an accurate brew of our teams, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so this is his team. He calls it Evil Sidekicks. I always like it when you come with a theme, unless you call it um, controlled by death. Who, who would name a team like that, right? I don't... I never understood the naming your team thing, but a lot of people do it. Just, <laughs> it's fun, man, because it's your own. Yeah, I kind of get that. I, I I named mine because it was... I was you went all out, man. You, my you, opponent to death. You, you got the black lantern ring. You painted your dice tower that color. You got the sleeves to match it. and the. I, yes, did, I did, did you have the mat, too, or was that the scarecrow mat? Ah, uh, Scarecrow Matt. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a Black Lantern Matt, but that would have <laughs> been pretty which, dope. Like, I was kind of surprised you didn't come in with a Black Lantern shirt on, too, just to... I thought about it. <laughs> um, so, this is the team. The basic actions are your Throne Brick and your Insect Plague. Um, what does Throne Brick do again? It's basically Shocking Grasp opposite, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so okay. deal one damage to target character die. If that character die is not KO'd, prep the die... Um, Prep a die from your bag and then add this die to your prep area instead of use pile. Um, so it has those for your basic actions. So he's going to use some KO abilities? Uh, maybe. Why would you use Throne Brick if you want KO yeah, abilities? You, you want, them want to survive. KO them. You want, like, when damaged abilities. Yeah. Like, no, because if it takes damage, if it's KO'd, it goes. No, if it's not, not KO'd, KO'd. Shocking Grasp, if it's KO'd, it goes. This one, if it's not, not KO, KO'd, it goes. Oh. So, like, Mr. Fix-It is a prime target for this one because you, yeah. you don't want KO Mr. Fix-It. Green Goliath type stuff. Yeah. Um, so for characters, he has the Uncommon Malekith, which create, makes all your sidekicks villains and plus I one. say where this mm -hmm. is going, and I'm telling you right now, there's a card on this that, in my opinion, is uber broken, and I love it. But it's broken. Not the version he put on here. So, so he he put in common black mantha for tr thrown brick, but maybe switch for deep sea deviant. So pinging out outside kicks is more costly. Maybe switch out for um, deep sea deviant. Oh no, I love that. Deep sea goes <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake, I will tell you. Practice this. with it one time yeah. and just see. There, you, you, you will see. You kill your opponents so yeah. fast. Yeah, and. Even then, you just take out the thrown brick and you shock, shock and grasp. Uh, oh, <laughs> I got so many ideas. Um, and then, so the common foot ninja syndicate, um, and that's the one that gets plus one, plus one for every sidekick on the field. Um, mm -hmm. Batman plays too rough because he's the one that I believe gets the buff. Um, let me double check. Plays too rough. Batman gets plus one, plus one for each sidekick to character die in the field zone. Both players, if your opponent has an active. If your opponent has an active villain character die, Batman also gets overcrush on it. Which oh, is that's a, the the Batman foot ninja. Yeah, except even better because 
it's Batman. It, it, he paid he paid his way to get the upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he has a super rare Owlman because he buffs the field and wall of sidekicks. That at this point, uh, keep going. Yeah. Um, and then Thanos go call Obsidian. Um, and that one is the one that starts getting cheaper as villains. The the more villains you have, the yeah. cheaper it is. It gets cost one less for each villain character, character yeah. in the field. And then when he's active, non Thanos each villain die in the field, yeah. not character. Active yeah, active villain character die. And then while Thanos is active, your non Thanos characters get plus one plus one also. So mm-hmm. like you're, these sidekicks are what are like four or five now, <laughs> if he gets everything on the field. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and, <laughs> and then Nobby, because floods of villains. I mean, if you're playing a villain team, Nobby's pretty effective because he. Hold on. Malekith makes everything a villain. Right? All sidekicks. Sidekicks. Villains. Sidekicks and villain. Does it give him plus one, plus one? Or is yeah, it... I'm trying to think it's one or two. I think it gives him plus one, plus one. Uh, yeah. While active, your sidekick character dies with plus one attack and plus one defense and gains right. villain affiliation. That's right. Um, and then he also said Poison Ivy, Red or Flower Child. So he um, listed like 10 cards here? No, like, that, I think that's only eight. That's the, Oh, was that the eight? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Poison Ivy Red is when Poison Ivy blocks or is blocked by non-villain character die. She gains deadly until end of turn. Prevent all damage dealt to Poison Ivy by non-villain character die. And then the other one was Flower Child, right? While Poison Ivy is active, when you feel the villain character die... Deal one damage to the target opponent. Um, so those, I believe that's one, two, that's three, Poison four, Ivy, five, Flower six, Child? Six, seven, eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so he's trying to decide between those. And then he also added other things. So my other thoughts are including the, I think this is the new Professor X Global. Yeah, uh, Blake, there's two two Professor X Globals, so um, just Bell FYI. sidekick. Yeah. Um, to get sidekicks out if needed. Um, and then... Or Scarecrow, because Scarecrow, I'm not quite sure what Scarecrow you're talking about. Well, if he says because of Scarecrow, it's Rarecrow. Everybody knows it's the greatest card in the game. <laughs> Even though there's one that specifically works with, <laughs> with sidekicks. Which like, would actually it's be the rare good. one. Um, and then he was also thinking maybe Dark Side, and he says, anyways, <sighs> any suggestions or strategy tips would be super helpful as I don't really know how to play it. It just seemed like a cool idea to do an evil sidekick team. Okay, so tip like, number one, pick a lame. Yeah. Like, so, so this you is, got like this, seven yeah, right? different yeah, ideas this, going this, on This is here. probably the most common problem we see when new players are brewing things is For sure. you have all these shiny toys, and I get it that you want to use all your shiny toys. Like Russ wants to use, if he could use all 2,000 cards on a team, he'd probably use all 2,000 this, cards this, on a team. What, what, what he submitted to us is how Russ became the brewing machine that he is <laughs> is he would take all these awesome ideas put them on a team and be like okay that doesn't work and they they th- cards, like would, self-replicate. cards would slough off and create their own teams <laughs> and he'd have like seven things going all at once because he thought i'm gonna build one team and then it became yeah, so, seven. so his team right here i got we want to go evil sidekick so let's stick with that we got malekith yeah cost. that's yeah yep okay yep, four cost bolt uh, Black Manta, my favorite villain card, but like I said, I love him, but I will fully admit I think he's broken, especially if you are going full on anything <laughs> in the sets. Yeah, because so, so broken. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go that way. But so I, listen, I, you listen. still you still suggest Deep Sea Deviant, right? That's the. Yeah, with, deep sea deviant with retaliation, yep. and and if you with can, the cool alt art. Yeah, if you can get the cool <laughs> alt art, you mean because wait, was that wasn't the the Super Friends one where he's just like looking up? Oh, yeah. the, the cheesy cartoon. What's, yeah. What's the name of this listener? Region of Doom one. Blake. If Blake sends us information, we'll send him one. Let's send him one. Yeah. Do we do we have extras? I, I'm, those? I'm sure I've got. I'm extra pretty somewhere. sure I have extra somewhere okay. too. So if he send the information send to Gate, to we'll, we'll send him. Yeah, one. We'll, we'll mail you one. Okay. So. This is gonna. Jared's gonna say how gross this is. <laughs> I already. Are, are, you gonna, are, you, are you gonna put hush on this team? <laughs> I am. But what's I'm the gonna point go, of putting on, Malekith on, on the team if you put on, hush listen, on the team? Listen, oh. we're gonna put hush on, but we're gonna put Ace the Bat Hound as well. The two cost. <laughs> that's the Bat Friend. He's an ally. So, so he, he doesn't have any abilities. So he so becomes he has, a villain. He becomes a villain with Bat Friends. So you get him in the field. You filled Hush, KO Hush, 
deal the you, damage. If you have Deep Sea Deviant and Malekith out there, you're doing all that damage while you're prepping. It's, oh, man. See, and this is why making everything a villain is so gross because add on this team your choice any fabricate because you can fabricate damage with, on demand if every if <laughs> put if that you professor have villains, x on the team too so you can yeah. just field them right field them, you feel those field sidekicks them. you get villains out you fabricate you can easily which sounds crazy easily deal 10 damage do it with, twice with, with the fabricate you could seriously kill your opponent in a single turn if you had enough characters in the field if you had if you had eight characters in the field you fabricate that's going to leave six left so that's 12 damage you fabricate two more that's going to leave four in the field a piece that's eight damage that's it yeah and it, and it makes it hard for your opponent to attack you because that's an extra ko that they're essentially handing. Yeah, it to if you. they attack, then you block, and boom, they take a crap ton more damage. This is why Deep Sea Deviant is a a broken card. But I love that card. Okay, so here fun times with it. So mm-hmm. we're going villains, full scale, everything open to us. This is going back to one of my old builds, but there's some of this new stuff that we talked about that goes in. You get. Uh, we should probably tell him what what he might want to take out of this team. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're gonna create more lanes. <laughs> we're, we're scratching the surface of the iceberg here. So there's some really to go. fun stuff that gets totally forgotten. So you add uh, Jocasta to this. Oh jeez. Okay, so she's a villain. <laughs> she's your protection. She if she takes damage, then your opponent takes the damage. Right. So, so she's so gross. She's your control card. That's it. She's just sitting out there, so you take no damage. Then you add my friend from Justice League because the new ones are lame and everybody forgets about these Justice League ones. Dark side. <laughs> oh, you're not okay. So Dark oh, Side, no. if KO'd, he deals damage equal to his attack to up to two characters from each character he KO from each character he KO'd this you deal one damage to the controller. So what you do is you fabricate Dark Side. And you This is dirty. And I'm not even gonna put Scarecrow on it. Because Scarecrow's <laughs> fun. You'd put Scarecrow on it. So what I used to do is I would fabricate Dark Side and the sidekick. I would ping Scarecrow. Scarecrow and and Jocasta. So Jocasta. So That's not what you did. You'd fabricate Dark Side. You'd ping like Jocasta and then and the other one, and then you had the stupid Joker Red Hood out, and then it became a jumbled mess, and you're no, just like, no. and I'm like, I don't even know where you're going no. with this, Russ. We don't know where you're yeah, going. Okay, so if you have what? sidekicks out, let's just say you have three sidekicks out, dark side. I understand this takes time. That's why Jessica, or Jocasta's out there, because she gives you the benefit. Can I also say Russ is the only one who, in his right mind, would tell you to KO a six-cost character? <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is so... You, Jocasta, uh, let's say you've got, uh, what's, Malekith, what are we at? Six in the field, and then Ace the Bat Hound. I used to think these were impossible so got like, until Russ consistently like pulled seven, off. Seven in the field, right? Mm-hmm. You take Dark Side and a sidekick, so that is, you've dealt... Six. Oh, let's just let's throw on fun. Let's keep Scarecrow out. There. <laughs> let's just, say, let's just oh my gosh. Gosh. Let's just put Scarecrow out there. It's so, so it's so, so people, pointless to do on, this though on, with on, with Malakith now on, because you just on. need to get sidekicks out and you can do twenty damage. You hold just, on, doesn't matter hold how on. you do twenty damage. You just need to do twenty I, damage. I, I want to show why it's fun. Hey, hey, Jared, can you can you get a, can you grab a whiteboard? So the I'm, I'm lost now. Uh, so you got seven out there. You you fabricate. Dark side and a sidekick. Black Manta's out. Actually, we forgot. So you got seven characters. It's like seven 10 characters. or 12 damage. So with the seven characters, you've got, you deal six for the first, five for the second. So fabricating, you've done 11 well, you damage. You fabricate, you fabricate them at the same time, don't you? I think it's always been like 
Yeah. It depends it's on... Still, it would be 10 damage instead of say, 11. Yeah, say it's 10 damage. Mm-hmm. So you're halfway there. Then you ping Jocasta. For five or six. Uh, I think his attack goes up to eight. So four, five, oh, six. six. Four, five, six. Four, five, or six. So, so let's just say four. So that's 14. four more. So and, you still, and you still have another character you can KO because it's up to two target characters. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. Now I ping... Scarecrow, Black Manta does another five. We're at 19. We're 19. And you still I take character. their character and I attack. You know what's easier than that is when you ping Joe Costa, just deal enough damage to knock her out too, because then she'll do her damage. She'll she do the damage. She doesn't knock you, out. She you, oh, you're right, you're right, you're so right. So you she act does. like this. That was a lot of fun, that team back in the day. That was bringing back a lot of <laughs> memories, but... I oh, feel no. like you had a lot of opponents just sit there and stare at you for a while trying to figure out how that worked. Well, the only reason that <laughs> always worked is because Jocasta is such a control piece. But in reality, Black Manta, sidekicks. And a I, fabricator. Uh, fabricator, and then... Well, fabricator might now... You have to have something besides the sidekicks to fabricate. Because I'd probably go... If, you can't just fabricate two sidekicks. Here's the other thing to do. It's another one of your oh, favorite cards. It was on my first sidekick team that I loved. Everybody forgets about it. Could have mentioned Falcon. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Make those sidekicks unblockable. We could we could take solace in the fact that these cards aren't modern and this could never be a competitive team. Thank goodness. Till Russ puts oh, it yeah, because the cube and all those things were so much better. <laughs> yeah, No, they weren't. They weren't. <laughs> but it's so good to just see this in the rearview mirror and be like, those were good times. I'm glad we're moving on now. So it, it, I, like, I like to build a more modern team. So if I were to build this team, I would go with the Malekith, obviously. That's the backbone of what we're brewing here. But I like the idea of the Malekith. Uh, it makes all yours. It doesn't make all sides. Yeah, yeah yours. Okay. I like Nobby. Um, if you're if you're just going for a, a more competitive build, Super Rare Nobby would work with this. Uh, Super Rare Jubilee would work with this. If you don't have Super Rare Jubilee, Collector. I mean, Collector is good. I would I would want to add in that rare Harley Quinn, just for funs. Because uh, you got from Batman, yeah. Because you got villains on the field oh, already. That worked so you know oh, well so, with so Black Manta, I, the slow, Black the slow Manta. Burn, well, the slow and it helps counter. It helps counter if they have a burn team too, where they're pinging you yeah. one for one. Black Manta and Harley Quinn are a match made in heaven. Freaking and you've got Black Mantis. Is, Black Manta is in the past. <laughs> Leave it there. But it's hey, not. I, hey, I know, hey. but it make, it takes the fun out of brewing this team for me because it's just like you. All you need is Malekith and Black Manta, like and Magic Missile. Okay, so the and last time done. you could use both cartoon versions of Black Manta and Harley Quinn. I will. You could. I will completely <laughs> agree to this point about Black Manta. I went to an event where I could. He wasn't. Man, it was like just open. It was a Golden Age event. Golden Age event, and I played him with Hush. That's and I was disgusting. like, disgusting. This is broken. I'm not playing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, but it, it back back outlived. in the day before all this crazy crap came out, and we had to worry about Bard, and we had to worry about the cube and all this Can nonsense. You guys at home hear all this old man talk, now? right? Black Manta was the broken card. Like <laughs> that was the card I hated going up against. If it was Black Manta on the other team, I'd be like, yeah, I just. I just go to lunch. Oh, so this is why you bother me all the time. <laughs> when I was a noob, I played a lot of Black Manta. I know. That, I, that's no. the one that made retaliation like cool. Retaliation is a it was good the only thing. one because they were like, oh, it's not a typo. It's meant to work differently. And, and he was a three and the cost. Justice League one was just it's ridiculous. A perfect example of the people designing the cards not saying, oh, we made a mistake. Let's fix the wording. Instead, they're like, no, it's the same keyword, as but a, it works different. As a three cost? Yeah. I think that was kind of part yeah, of it. Every, but then you add uh, you, you add cube. I think 
when I went to that event, you were so right. Oh, I think I tried the gross, gross. Fanta, if I remember gross. right, honestly, the cube doesn't even really make a big difference when you're fabricating and dealing twelve damage. What's an extra two? Like, well, no, that's they, like that to me. That's like rubbing salt into the wound. You know, kind of wild. It kind of is, but it's almost more work than it's worth. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, you need Polaris on that team and some shields <laughs> generator. And you just filled your hush to death. All right. Yeah. So, so so what should Blake take off his team since you guys have, like... Uh, just so, simplify it. I would add yeah. maybe some control pieces, depending on where he's going to play. Like, right? Like, if he's, yeah. if he's going to play in events, definitely add some control. Yeah, like, like on, that, honestly, if he's going with the Black Manta Deep Sea Deviant route, I think the no- Nobby is... Just a little too much extra. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I was talking about in the beginning when I said pick a lane. Like, yeah. pick a win condition and make that work with your Malekith. Because if you got Black Manta and you've got Nobby, I mean, they can kind of work together, but, but it's you're you're deciding it's you more work than choice, it's yeah. worth. Yeah, if you pick Nobby, focus on doing Nobby. Uh, he had like the what's Nobby's defense though? Like one one two. Okay, so I would I would. Keep Nobby, and I would instead of throwing brick, I would put in shocking grasp. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I thrown brick. I mean, so well, I would deal one damage to my Nobby, KO Nobby, yeah. deal the damage, yeah. bring it back, then and then keep that and, cycle. And then going. I, I would take out that Alman, like as cool as that Alman sounds. And trust me, you're, you're talking to a guy who played it in a competitive event. The fact that he's not a villain, one, just angers me so much. Because it bothers a- me, too. God. <laughs> Stupid crime syndicate. <laughs> I like Alman on there. But but the, but the problem with is the rest of his team is so quick, you're probably not going to get around to what buying. Are, what does Alman but, do? But see, that's the benefit to having it. It's my like third win condition if I need he, it. Okay, so he's a five cost, and then while Alman is active, your villain characters get plus one attack and plus one defense. When your Alman attacks, your villain character dies. Get an additional plus one. Okay, you got to keep it just for the f- sake that he wanted Thanos on that team, and I want Thanos to be punching for eleven eleven. <laughs> I think that would just be awesome. But like, I've I've built this teams like this before, and mine weren't always super efficient. But I always had fun with the Malekith, and then there was a wrecker in the Thor set that gave villain characters plus one, plus one. So now you've got three, three sidekicks. If you throw Thanos on the team, they're going to be four, four sidekicks. If you throw Owlman on the team, you're looking at five, five, six, six when they attack. And he does have the insect plague. I forgot he has the insect plague that he can use the global for. Yeah, you don't need insect plague, though, because once you have a field full of sidekicks, you attack, and if a few of them get through, it's game over. Yeah, so I would actually take out that. For sure, I would take out shocking grasp, or uh, I would right. keep in shopping, shocking grasp if you want to go the throne break route because you want to KO your characters. I would actually put in uh, heroic defense as well. Yeah, if See, you're and, buffing things, and I don't, I don't like the KOing your characters because because I not the KO king. because I want the Thanos to work, and he gets cheaper the more villains you have in the field. So I would. I would go Professor X, I'd go Thanos, and really that's all you need at that point because once Thanos gets so cheap that you can just buy him for next to nothing and you get a bunch of Thanos in the field, what, they're going to choose to block your Thanos the, instead of your Thanos? sidekicks. I thought you had to put him back on the card, or do you? No, no. no you're he, thinking... he costs one less for every villain in your field. And he buffs all your... And he bu- other gives all your Thanos all cards. your villains plus one plus one while he's active. No, not just your villains, all your other non-Thanos. All your other non-Thanos. So plus even, one plus even one. if you say you had that Alman, that Alman... Even, even if your Malekith gets taken out, your sidekicks still get a buff. Mm-hmm. I would... This would take some real, like, decide what goes in or out. I would actually look at, with that Thanos, I would look at adding the Collector. Because you're looking at being able to get Thanos for, like, nothing. Does the Collector, like... Is it printed cost? Or I don't remember that. I don't I don't remember what the I think, stupid ruling was anymore. I thought that they... I mean, general rule of thumb, they used to say was weakest... But honestly, with that collector, it's like whatever's the strongest possible ruling, <laughs> go there. You're yeah. so right. <laughs> so, all right, all right. So, so yeah. So before we go, and keeping in mind that this is his first team, you guys have any tips 
you want to give him like in terms of just strategy and how to play the team? Because he did mention that he's not quite sure on how to play the team. My tip, Blake, is practice, practice, practice. Like, you know, play against yourself if you got nobody else to play practice, with. Practice, I would I always kind of learn practice. the ins and outs of your team. I always practice my first five turns, things like that, and see how long it takes me to get to my win condition. If you're if you're playing the Thanos, I think you would test and see how long it's going to take you to get Thanos out um, because that's going to put a lot of yeah. pressure on your opponent. How did we get to a Thanos team? He had Thanos on there. He, he Yeah, he had it on his list. Yeah. And, I, and I love Thanos. And, and I also suggest, like, um, try playing... Imagine you getting the worst rolls ever. What would you do in that condition? So you like, buy unblockable Thanos are, in that situation. Are, are artificially like change your rolls to for it to be like the worst possible so, situation and see what you can do with depending it. Depending on what level he's gonna go play. I think you're you gotta look at what speed you want. For for a sidekick team, let's just say for a sidekick team, you're going to want uh the Professor X. The new one. New PXG. Right. The new PXG. And general rule of thumb playing this is you filled every sidekick that you can. No matter. So that was that is my rule of thumb when I play. And I know it may mess up a, a purchase. So there are very few times it doesn't happen. But I'm looking to take advantage and I am trying to get eight sidekicks in the field which means at times i may not get that great purchase that big purchase because i need those sidekicks in the field so filled every sidekick keep a mask fill the sidekick your bag's going to be lean so you're going to look at really cheap characters if you're going competitive that's probably the reality you're looking at and honestly really lean just need just to sidekick, sidekick, buy the malekith if you yeah, buy which, the Malakit, which shouldn't be you, that hard, right? no, yeah, it's it's cost four, and then field all your sidekicks. Eventually, your Thanos will be that cheap character because what is his initial cost? Nine. Uh, I think he's a nine cost. Um, yeah, nine. So I mean, you, you get, get all eight sidekicks on the field. All, all all eight sidekicks out on the field. You're paying one, one and for you your don't Thanos. even need all eight because Malakith is a villain. So one Malakith and seven sidekicks will get him down to one. Yeah, and. And even then, I mean, and, and even you're, if you're paying three for him, so what? That's still yeah. dirt cheap. And your bag will be character. super thin, so most likely yeah, next right. turn you're, you're looking pull him at out. you're looking at buying him and f- possibly fielding him next turn. Ace the Bat Hound, uh, KO the <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> the one I think I know I what you're talking about, but I'm Aquaman, Deep Sea Deviant, Deep Sea Deviant. <laughs> I wanted to just sit here and let him stew over God. it. I didn't want to tell him. <laughs> so I'm looking at those two, Malekith. You know, maybe something like a Iron Fist or Wong, right? So I'm looking well, at, at really cheap, really cheap characters, and a Thanos. My high purchase right away is going to be Malekith. I'm going to try to get that as soon as I can because that kind of unloads everything. And you're going to need some control in there. Uh, I would, I really hate to say this, but Shriek, just especially <laughs> twice in, in one night, especially twice as in a one newer night, player, right? because yep. it kind of gives you an opportunity to say, okay, that on your team, that's, I don't have to worry about that. Yep. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So Blake, hopefully this gives you an idea as, as you can see with there's a lot of different ways you can go with this team. That's that's why I enjoyed it as an early player. It was I understood how the team worked, but I could change the variables and kind of see what worked as I got week to week. So let us know what kind of team you you end up putting together, um, and you know how how well you fared on that. So I will say another fun one to put on those sidekicks is the uh, super rare lantern battery was on my first competitive team with sidekicks. That deals them one damage anytime any character's blocked. Blocked, yeah. So, yeah. So and having those bu- beefy sidekicks, yep. they're gonna yeah, want to block. They're gonna want to block. So yeah. So Blake, thank you so much. If you guys have suggestions on sending in Bruin Buddies, shoot us an email. Don't Del- forget to send us your information. I will send you that card. Yeah, we will. I'm pretty sure I have a <laughs> few dozen. Uh double burst at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash double burst like Blake did. Um guys, 
thank you so much. It's always a good time brewing with all of you. And I don't know, pending. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What would you add to Blake's team, and what do you think about the Samantha Wilson? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe so you automatically get the episodes, and cool player resources. If you guys are looking for a way to support the show, head on over to twitch.tv forward slash ktdata, and if you have Amazon Prime, Use your free Prime subscription and sub to the channel. All that money comes back and makes our shows even better. Speaking about other shows, if you guys like the Double Burst crew and you want more of them, keep in mind on our off weeks, we're recording The Playthrough, and you can find that at theplaythrough.net, and it's playthrough, T-H-R-U, like the drive-through. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor.